Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Top 5, the patron-only podcast. All right, Josh Earl, sit down with a guest and we discuss the top five of a topic of our choice today special guest it's mish Whitrup. yay hey thank you so much for having me how you doing mish i'm good i'm doing really good how are you doing i'm good well today a special day it's the first day of school for a lot of Massive. kids around the country i have two children i've walked them to school yeah i'm home again there's no one in the house mish it's Incr- oh congratulations for the first time in six weeks oh no so wait you here. did you have to do the whole schooling from home thing uh, well, I did last year mm. and the year before. This year, we've dropped them off. They've got their masks. They've got their rats. Their, oh, con- congratulations. The teacher's healthy. That teaching from home thing is like if hell exists, oh. that is what I am doing for yeah. eternity. For did the you- rest of my life, I'm moving house and teaching children from my home. Because <laughs> what we're doing out of healthy today is we're doing top five school memories, school mm-hmm. moments. Now, did you like school as a kid? I I did. I yeah. I did. I um I was a big drama nerd. Yeah, like big time. And I went to like a very very um very nice all girls private school, and they like if they whatever you wanted to do at school, they like were really really good at like you know, giving you those facilities. So we had like a drama club and a drama building and stuff. And I found my little like group of drama people and we thought we were really fucking cool but in yeah. the the grand scheme of things we were losers <laughs> but because we all had each other it was fine so yeah, yeah i liked school it's so weird how so all girls schools the girls excel mm. all boys schools the boys excel but they've got massive uh um what's the word i'm looking for they can't that's what i'm looking for but yeah yeah they are like saying that they're like they don't know how to socialise. They don't know how no. to talk around and be around groups of women and feel comfortable. Neither and did we, to be fair. Like, it's very nice of you to be like, oh, for women it was different. It wasn't. I was a cunt too for a really long time. But mixed <laughs> and I blame it's... my private school education. <laughs> but they'll say mixed schools, uh, it benefits the boys more than it benefits the girls. Okay. I mean, mixed. That's the study I read once and it may yeah. have been debunked in the years since, but that's what I read. So that's why Maybe. I say Every time I meet someone from an all-boys school. Yeah, uh, good, good. Because <laughs> I, I like school as well. I, I enjoyed school. I, um, Yeah, I mean, there were moments where I didn't want to go and those feelings where you're like, oh, I just hate. But then it, it passes in a week, or it did for me anyway, yeah. and it was no, fine. No, I, I honestly didn't mind school. I, I really liked my friends, and I'm still friends with a lot of people from high school. I just, it was never, I, I didn't have the horrible experiences. The thing is... I, this might come as a big shock to a lot of your listeners, um, I was like the poster child for should be bullied. Like I was foul. I didn't know how to wash my hair. I was a big old fatty. I was like, I should have been, but I just wasn't. I I managed to avoid it because I made friends with really cool people, like the people that everyone was scared of or like the popular kids. And because I was friends with them because I was their funny friend, 
everyone kind of left me alone. So yeah. I didn't experience that, which is pretty sweet because I think in a lot of other situations, I would have been fucked. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I feel that I'm good at code switching in terms of, so I was friends with the sporty kids. I was also friends with the drama kids. Yeah. And then the muso kids, I because I liked music. I couldn't play music, but I liked it. I would kind of hang out with them as well. But the drama and music kids kind of, it's the same kind of circle. It's Yeah, yeah it's all the same. Yeah. It's all, all the right. same. So we're going to do, do top five school memories. Now, all of mine, I just mm. happen to have, they're all from high school. I, not, okay. many, not many in primary school could, were coming to my memory. So that might be how old I am. But anyway, okay, my number five. Now, also, it. listeners, I may have said these on the podcast before, but come on. Like you'll, you'll be all, fine. They'll get over it. It's almost 300 episodes of that, me having memories. So this is it. So mm. number five. Now, when I was in high school, if there was a something naughty, mm. we had a courtyard assembly. So a regular assembly <gasps> happened in the gym. A courtyard assembly happened in the courtyard, which was this weird sp- space in my school that was just in the middle of the school, but you weren't allowed there during lunch. Yeah. They used to be able to be there in lunch and then something happened before my time, no kids allowed in that quadrangle bit, the courtyard at lunch and recess. And so was it, it was particularly just, well kept? Like, was it a garden? It had a garden bit around it, but it was just, it was about the size of a tennis court. Okay. That's all it was. And they never used it. This empty space in the middle of the school that was only if something bad had happened. Oh, that's and the, great. And the kind of things that happened, well, I remember once, and this is not the memory, but this is the type of stuff that we'd be called in there for. So when I was in year seven, mm. and apparently this happens at pretty much every school, mm. someone had drawn on the toilet walls in shit. And Good. They, they'd, yep. spe- they'd spelt the word shit in shit. See, that that is why you go to an all-girls private yeah. school because I never had to deal with words in poop on my walls. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I remember the principal being there. No, it was the vice principal because the principal didn't do the courtyard assemblies. It was always the vice principal because he was the mean one. Yeah. And he got up there and said, someone has written in excrement on the bathroom wall. This is so funny. S-H-I-T, which made us laugh a lot because it was like, does it matter what they've written? Like what just say someone, someone's written in excrement. I think it does though, because if they just written like "fuck you" in their shit, then you're like you're disgusting. You touched your own shit to yeah. write "fuck you." But if you touch your own shit to then write shit, yeah. that's that's funny though. Like that's a joke. That person's funny. Well, we never found the culprit, but of course. Fingers were flying around who did it. Of course. And some poor kid at the school, I can't remember his name. All I remember, he was called Shitfinger for the rest of the school year. Oh, do you know um, what he does? What's he do now? I have no idea. No idea. It'd be great I if hope, he was a I hope he's, no, I, I hope he's wildly successful. I hope Shitfinger is the most successful of your graduating class. Oh, that but, poor kid. But that's not the memory. The memory is, that was a good memory though, but the memory was, <laughs> I remember we were standing there. I can't remember what we were in trouble for, but I used to hate eating my school lunches. Just mm. would ha- like, cause it got, I just wanted to go play. Yep. And so my mom would quite often make me, uh, Devon and sauce bread rolls. Oh God. It's all coming back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Preach. Yes. So I had, so she'd wrap them in glad wrap and I would put them in my lunchbox 
And mm-hmm. quite often on the way home, because mum would go, when I get home, show me your lunchbox. Did you mm-hmm. eat it? If I didn't eat it, I'd have to eat it right there and then and not have snacks after school. Oh. And so I'd chuck it out on the way home. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be talking, I forget to chuck it out. So I put it in the front pocket of my bag. Mm-hmm. And then when I opened up my main bag, got my lunchbox, showed her it wasn't there. I forgot I put it in the front pocket of my bag. I never used the front pocket of my bag. Mm. And so when I was standing, we were all standing in the courtyard. I had my bag on my back and a boy behind me called Jason Denny. I don't know what he, maybe he was trying to steal something out of my bag, but he opened up that front pocket and put his hand in there and the bread roll had been in there for months. And so it was just liquid, liquid and Devon in this kind of bag. And he made a huge noise and flung it. And then like, a space of like five minutes around me just like disappeared. People were go, oh, trying mm. to get away from it. The vice principal going crazy at us, going, what's oh. going on there? What's going on there? People thought that someone had farted, so people were trying to get away from the smell. But it was <laughs> it was my liquid roll. So that is amazing. That is my number five. Oh, that's I think old sandwiches in bags is the you. It's like. We've all experienced it. Oh. It's like paying taxes. It makes us all human. It makes us all on the same. We've all had an old bag and like an old sandwich in our bag. And like a three-day, four-day, even one-week-old sandwich in your bag, nothing is equal parts wet and dry oh, yeah. as a one-week-old sandwich in your bag. A few months, though, that's disgusting, mate. <laughs> all right, you're, you're number five. Okay, so this is a primary school one. And it is, I do relate it to school. So, yep. like, let me explain. Um. I, I did like school, but what I also really liked was television. So I would often try and tell my mum that I was sick so that I could watch TV. And what I would do regularly, so this is a memory because it spans yeah. a few years, is that I would pretend I was sick while I was at school. So like 11, 11.30. So they would have to call my mum. So she would look like an asshole if she was like, I promise you Michelle's faking it. Yeah. I promise she's faking it. I'm not coming to get, so she'd have to come and get me. And the reason she would have to like come and get me is so that she would look like she was, you know, a solid mom. And often she would have to leave work, pick me up, drop me home and go back to work. So she would drop me home with strict rules. You go into your bedroom, no television. You're allowed to have dry toast. For some reason I was like, when you were sick in my house, it's like dry toast and no entertainment and that'll make you better. But as soon as she left, I would watch the trifecta. I would watch Jerry Springer, okay. Ricky Lake, and Oprah. Yeah. And I was obsessed with these shows in primary school. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because I lived in like pretty little white bread Ivanhoe and Jerry Springer was just so far removed from my life. But I would regularly, I'm talking like once a month, try try to have mum pick me up from school for being sick, wasn't yep. sick, so I could watch those three shows. Because I was thinking back to when I'm trying to get the time frame, but I was maybe had you a bit younger. Because I remember when I first quit full time work and did comedy mm. full time. This is like 2008, mm-hmm. 2009. I my thing I was watching. I don't turn the TV on during the day anymore. I learned not mm. to, but I'd watch The Circle. Yes, and then I'd watch TMZ. Yes, then Ellen, and then The View. Those were the, oh. those were the thing. That's how I'd watch it. And some people were Oprah fans. Yes, I was. I was more on Ellen's side. I thought you it was were better. you were Team Ellen. Yeah. That's a that's a that's very two thousand and eight viewing. It is. We're yeah. talking nineteen ninety nine viewing. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 